Listen up, moms and dads. I can tell you from experience that I know how tough it is to line up the right care for your kids. Well, our podcast happens to be supported by a website that can make it just about painless. It's called care.com, and it's your online source for nannies, babysitters, dog walkers, housekeepers, and more. Rely on it to find almost any type of care your family needs. Take the stress out of finding care by going to care.com slash turning this car around. Nailed it. For a limited time. As a Turning This Car Around listener, you can save 25% when you become a premium member, letting you message caregivers directly and access background check options. Thank you, Care.com, for your sponsorship of Turning This Car Around. I'm an idiot. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Moltz. Welcome <laughs> to Turning This Car Around. Take two because I forgot to hit record. We only got about forty minutes in before you. Know, <laughs> yeah, it so was <laughs> special double episode. You won't hear the first part. It was fine, but now we now we're going to be rehearsed. Now we're going to be tightly rehearsed. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's John Moltz, John Armstrong, and Lex Friedman. They, since no, no, none of the Johns got their names right, <laughs> so I, I want to break it down for you. Thank but you. Lex. Before we start, Mr. Armstrong, you had some follow up for us. I did uh, about dishwasher uh, usage. <laughs> what else? What else is there really? Well, the dishwasher is an important part of my life. It's a por- it's an important area that I like to, you know, share with Possibly people. Possibly an important part of fatherhood. It could be. Sometimes. I have. A, I would I'll, say of all the kitchen appliances, it's probably, uh, I guess it's tied with the microwave for the one I care the most about. Like I would, if I could only have a fridge or a dishwasher, I would go dishwasher. Wow. What? I, <laughs> wow. I hate doing dishes, man. I hate doing dishes. <laughs> As wow. opposed to having like meats. Yeah. Like well, meats and milk, dairy products. I'm going to order food. Okay. I'm going to put it on plates and I'm going to wash those freaking plates in the goddamn dishwasher. Okay. <laughs> there you go. That's spoken like a true New Yorker right there. Oh, man. <laughs> but you, even though you don't live in New York. So, okay. True. So the dishwasher technique, not only is it important to load your dishes correctly, but it's also important to ventilate. So when the when it's all done, you just whenever it can be preferably Yourself as well as the dishwasher. Yes. Preferably sooner as soon as you can to the end of the whole wash cycle. Uh when it's all done, dishwasher says I am done, you just open the door and let it air out for like you know, open it two inches or something and let it air out. And if you've used the right rinse aid or rinse whatever rinse aid i guess whatever that is rain jet or whatever that your dishes will be dry unless you've had an inverted cup or something's you know shaken loose you, you should have dry dishes without including the tops of glasses that may have collected some water and right 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 in the, in the so you, you just want you so you want me to vent that stuff out as quickly yeah, as possible yep and and i will tell and you that's this. gonna help why does it help do you know do you well, know the science I, so here here's my theory the germans as we talked about last week Klaus and Hans, as I recall, mm-hmm. their <laughs> dishwasher, their dishwasher, the one that I bought, actually I bought, I bought two of these. I bought one for one house. And then when I moved to the giant house, I bought another one. Jesus, listen to this guy. Podcast is not done anything. So um, care.com <laughs> yet, 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 yet. <laughs> So I bought one floor model for one house, then I bought another floor model for the other house. And the second floor model had this awesome little feature that it would, when it was finished, little robot arm would, little R2-D2 arm would, and it would push the door open the appropriate amount. 
apparently would it, would it announce in like a robot voice the dishwasher mm, is lightly ajar mm, it would, i am now ventilating the <laughs> cycle of dishes no it wouldn't do that that i would do that in my head when i saw it but I, it would the dishwasher itself would not do that got it okay so the science those dishwashers do not the germans don't have heating elements and the the way they're designed one side is hot and one side is cold and there's some kind of crazy convection or whatever weather mini weather pattern inside the dishwasher and the ventilation helps cycle that air through and creating it creates like a little airflow with the changing temperatures uh this is totally off topic now but dishwashers have slightly recently ruined my morning tea i'm a tea drinker Uh and i'm also somebody who enjoys the uh the old hbo series uh uh uh, what's it called oh in treatment where it's people you watch people have their psychiatry appointments each day Mm -hmm. and or psychology i I don't know the difference and i mean i know i know what the difference is but i don't know which is which but at any rate what, uh, there's an Indian character on season three, which I'm watching right now. And the Indian character complains to the therapist, Paul, and he's like, I thought tea was supposed to be served hot, but here it's, it's the temperature of dishwater. So now I'm like worried, is my tea hot enough? And every time I sip it, I'm like, damn it, it tastes like dishwater again. So HBO has ruined my tea. <laughs> and also and, uh, the dishwasher. Know. But let's, let's segue back towards fatherhood with this. I have a question for you both. How was your father's day? What'd you do? Uh, Good. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Anything special? I went to a movie. Well, what did you see? By myself. With actually, the boy with, or by yourself? with another family. <laughs> but, but without your own? <laughs> without my own. I did invite my own family, um, but I hadn't seen the X-Men movie. I wanted to see the X-Men movie, and um, they didn't want to go, so I said, okay. And I, I asked a friend, and he's like, yeah, but my kids want to come too. And I was like, okay. <laughs> did you feel any so guilt? I went or with you, him, did you feel went with my honor. pal and his kids. But did, did did this feel like an honoring to you? Like your your family is like, you're such a great dad. Take some take some dad time. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. That was. I mean, you know, you get to we get you get to pick. It's Father's Day. You get to pick what you want to do. And so, so you're not joining. That's their what family. I wanted to do. You're not doing like a my, my two dads second family situation. <laughs> uh, this is the family you love more. <laughs> it was only a movie. Okay. Okay. I just was it's making, not. Uh, yeah, I'm not moving in with them. Who held the popcorn? Uh, I didn't get any popcorn. It okay. was at the. It was, uh, I had a huge breakfast because I got up and uh, made bacon and mm. French toast. You, you made breakfast on Father's Day? I made breakfast on Father's Day, yes. Okay. Yeah. Hank's not quite ready to make breakfast. He did help me, um, as he usually he does. He helped you eat the bacon. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he definitely helped me eat the bacon, but he likes help uh, making the French toast. He likes doing the dipping and mm. that kind of thing. Uh, and good. flipping. Dipping huge and flipping. on the flipping. Nice. Oh, yeah, did you get any good gifts? Yeah. I got, yeah, I got some really nice... Um, drink glasses mm. some crystal like, Dad, like they look like they look like they're at a madman or something i mean they're Ooh. very classy yeah i'm That's coming nice. over to your house tonight for drinks yeah you should okay everybody you're both, you're both, is you're both welcome i'm on my way and uh, mr armstrong <laughs> how about you how was your father uh it was great um my i imagine girls, you get the kids for father i did yeah we, we arranged that and so they were dropped off or wait i picked them up Whatever something happened, and then we I want to know, goddamn it, how did those kids get into your? We, oh, I I picked so it's you know the weather's finally warm warm enough to ride bikes, and so oh, I nice. I took, how I did drove you gloss and, over the bike part of the story, right? So I picked up their bikes, <laughs> put the bikes on the on the car, came back here, dropped the bikes off, and then we went to brunch to their diner. They chose the diner that they wanted to go have uh, brunch at, and my oldest likes it because they have chocolate chip pancakes. Oh, 
Of course. And, and they put like three bags of chocolate chips in those pancakes. It's mostly chocolate chips <laughs> yeah. with a little pancake batter <laughs> around. That's the way Perkins does it. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. Did I'm you get the pancakes too? Uh, I ordered what I usually do there, which is uh, bacon, Steak eggs, tacos. home fries. Actually, no, I got a burger because it was brunch. It was like late enough for a burger. So I'd, I normally would get either French toast or, or bacon and eggs, but burger. Marlo got what she calls turkey, which is bacon for her. I don't know why she calls it turkey, but that's what she calls it. And <laughs> she had scrambled <laughs> eggs. So she had like a real person's meal. Right. I was really proud of her. That's the first time she's done that with me. So what I love about going to the diners, they usually provide too much food for my kids. And so I can get whatever I want mm-hmm. and then still eat some of the chocolate chip pancakes or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's usually a little extra. It's getting worse as they get older. I think my 10 year old's metabolism has kicked in though. Cause she's like, she pounded that and she was like two hours later, dad, I'm super hungry. So, uh, anyway, and then they gave me their gifts there, which they had made a couple of cute cards and, uh, they gave me an awesome Darth Vader coffee cup. Oh, I saw Ooh. a photo of that that yeah. you tweeted. Oh yes. If yes, you I follow me too. on the Instagrams or the, yeah. any kind of the social whatever's I shared that. I'm at blurb and on all of them. And so there's that. And then, uh, a travel, uh, tube of shaving, fancy pants, shaving cream. Okay. Um, I also, can I, can I butt back in? Please. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. I also got Hank. What Hank got me was a, um, a pen that is a laser pointer and a, a stylus and a pen. And it's got a little, a little like um, articulated light that you can point oh, in different directions. That's awesome. Yeah, it, he gets, he always gets crazy? me that stuff like that, the stuff that he wants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. like that's so cool. I really want that. Like the stuff that's that on the cool that. display tables in the middle of the department store, and or yeah. sold in the Hammaker Schlemmer catalog. I love exactly. that stuff. <laughs> Hammaker Schlemmer. Oh my god, that's awesome. Uh, what about you, Lux? What happened for you? Well, to understand my Father's Day. We first need to travel one day prior back in time <laughs> to Saturday. I knew this could not be an, an easy when you I said was supposed that. to. Yeah, well, it's I, I screwed up and I feel bad. Uh, so my penance, I decided, was I was going to publicly admit my failings on this show. So Saturday, we were supposed to go out with uh, impromptu plans to develop. We got a last second babysitter. We made these last second plans. We were going to go with a couple other couples, several other couples to go see yet another friend who was playing in a band that was performing at an Italian restaurant that none of us had ever been to because it's a little far away. So we're all supposed to go to this Italian restaurant to watch a friend play guitar in a band. Uh, but the, the closest friends of ours with whom we are going to this uh, have been waiting on a contractor all day. The contractor got lost driving to their house and ended up in uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Now, you may remember I live in New Jersey. Oh, um, He had it's only had the street over. name, didn't have the city. And so he just like, oh, it's four and a half hours away. I'm on my freaking way. Um, And so that was a disaster. So it eventually became decided I would go hang out with Craig and my wife would go out uh, with Craig's wife and various other couples and they would all go see the show. But I would hang out with Craig while he waited for the contractor to show up at around 9 p.m. So I get to Craig's house around eight and Craig's like, all I have to drink is bourbon. And I'm like, sounds good. And. At no point in the evening would I report, you know, boy, we were just totally drunk, but we definitely drank more bourbon than was appropriate for any humans to Mm. consume, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which I didn't really notice. I had some water, you know, I did the whole, I tried to take care of myself, a responsible father, three kids, woke up in the morning and said, mistakes have been made. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Your head told you that probably first. So I was hungover and potentially drunk until around... (laughs) 1130 in the morning. Um, now Lauren wanted to let me sleep in. 
And so she took the kids out. She, she hung out with them one of their rooms while they did their morning iPad time. And eventually I woke up around eight something and I text her because I know she has her phone with her. I'm like, Hey, I can face the kids in 20 minutes. If you can give me ibuprofen and it goes delivered, but not read. And I started to realize what had happened. My wife, wherever she was in the house with the kids had fallen back asleep. So she was not seeing this message. There was no way I was getting out of the house. I mean, getting out of the bed to go get the ibuprofen myself. Like that was not possible at that moment because I would have to see the kids. I couldn't have them see me and want to do the happy father's day thing when I'm like dead. And I, I would say that I'm a hungover approximately once every three years. So this is not a normal occurrence for me. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem. Uh, and although I did swear off alcohol for the rest of the month and, um, (laughs) and I've stuck to it by the way, but so all seven days of it or whatever. uh, Yeah. Five days. Eventually she wakes up and, and sees the message and she gets me the ibuprofen and then I'm like, okay, let's bring the kids in. And so they do their gift giving and for them, it's all homemade gifts that they make at school. Um, you know, the really sweet ones where it's like, you know, here's the 10 reasons I love my daddy with a bunch of fill in the blanks and it was super sweet. And, uh, my one daughter had made me a, a strange trophy. That's two paper cups glued upside down facing each other. Um, with number one dad written on it. And so, you know, I'm hugging them and thanking them, but I can barely touch them at the same time because of how crappy I feel. So I'm like, Oh, thank you. This is so nice. And do like, like a bro hug to my kids. because I I can't imagine getting any closer than that. Please don't touch daddy. Yeah. I could probably Um, smell you also. Uh, they had no idea that anything was a mess to be oh, honest. Okay. I mean, Lauren definitely, I, I explained to Lauren exactly the situation, but I just felt terrible. So then around 1130 and like they come down and do breakfast and I'm sitting on the couch just moaning and then thinking, I wonder if I could vomit. Cause that would just be great. Uh, <laughs> didn't happen. But so finally by around 1130, I was feeling normal and we went to my in-laws house where we spent the rest of the day and the rest of the day was very nice. Uh, it was my father-in-law. We FaceTimed with my own father and it was a great time. Kids got to stay up a little later than normal. We went out to dinner a little bit later than we normally would. Um, so it was a, a really good time, but I, I beat myself up most of the day for starting Father's Day too hung over to greet my children. So there you go. I, I, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I There's two questions I have. One, what the hell kind of contractor situation are you in that you're going to be there at 9 p.m. on a Saturday night? So if you really want their story, the very short version is uh, a crappy one. Uh, It was this wasn't a contractor they were paying. There was a problem that somebody else was responsible for, a company was responsible for. And they said, we'll hire a contractor to fix this problem at our expense. And they gave the person information. And that person is not anybody who my friends had, you know, any connection to. Then his like it was literally a, a catastrophe where his phone died. So he couldn't call them. And he's just following his GPS, which luckily was a separate device. And so they were like, we wonder if he's really in, I I said Lancaster, it might've been Allentown, but we wonder if he really is in Pennsylvania. Then he calls from like a gas station in Pennsylvania. Like I Googled the phone number that comes up. There it is. Uh, And the guy was like so nice and apologetic when he finally did arrive, but it was, it was terrible. It was a terrible situation. And you can't charge your phone if you're driving a vehicle. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not trying to defend the guy. I, I just, this is, this is <laughs> yeah, not a person I can trust with any kind of, you know, I cannot sanction this contractor. You know who you can trust though? I don't, uh, you're, I assume you're going to tell me right now. I think. Even though I read the pre-roll. <laughs> well, I think that the three of us are going to tell them <laughs> that if you need somebody you can trust, you probably want things like, you know, referrals and background checks and all that sort of thing. And, uh, if you need that, you know who you want, you want care.com. Listen up moms and dads. <laughs> 
You know how tough it is to line up just the right care for your kids. Armstrong was telling you about at the top of the show, back before Moles was recording. Well, turning this car around is supported by a website. All you parents out there should know about it's care.com. And you can go there to find not just child care, but really any type of care your family needs. Dog walkers, pet sitters, housekeepers, and even help with adult and senior care. With summer coming soon, it's going to be hot. You're going to be sweaty. Who wants to watch their kids when they feel like that? You don't. So you <laughs> no. want to go to care.com. They also have, uh, you can use the site to search for camps and summertime sitters. And the best part is care.com makes the whole process easier. You sign up, you can search or browse tons of local caregivers. And I'll tell you the truth. I didn't search or browse tons of local caregivers. I signed up, filled out what I wanted and literally 50 people. I got notifications from 50 different people uh, who were all offering to babysit my kids. And one of them now has, uh, and you can check out detailed references and reviews. So whatever you're looking for, go to care.com slash turning this car around one more time, care.com slash turning this car around for a limited time. Since you listen to this show, you can save 25% when you become a premium member, letting you message caregivers directly and access background check options. Uh, I did it. I ponied up the cash and uh, it was great. We got a new sitter and, you know, I'll admit it. My wife was like, I don't know. I'm a little nervous that we're getting a sitter who, you know, we don't have any direct reference for and we don't know this person at all. And I'm like, well, look, here's their background check. Here's their, you know, all the information they put in. We see where she goes to school. We can kind of verify that she goes to that, you know, she goes to Rutgers, whatever else. And like, Wow. We'll meet her and make sure and it was cool and so you know it's it, it's they're it's actually it's, it's right. a more formalized yeah. process than word of mouth exactly like right. they're doing everything to make you not feel stressed about all that stuff and it's, it's pretty good so i encourage you all all you parents out there listen you took the listener survey i know how much you people are making you can do this go to care.com <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for that out. too wow i didn't yeah i didn't have no idea yeah, yeah i'll send you a link <laughs> awesome okay that was one question, was the contractor question. Right. You have more questions. Yeah. What was the bourbon you were drinking? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I didn't whoa, know whoa, whoa. It's not like I drank it and forgot. I just, I just have no idea. So uh, I'm going to describe a couple of options for you. Okay. Was the bottle old-timey looking or did it just look like a normal bottle? Oh, I, I, I didn't recognize the bottles being anything unusual. I don't think it was any fancy bourbon brand, but I could be wrong here. But, but it wasn't just, like, quite. you know, Jack or Jim Beam or was it sort of next tier up? Like second you're, you're hoping for answers that I can't provide. I just uh, have no idea. You're the worst bourbon drinker ever. <laughs> I have We're going to have to get the other guy. Yeah. We're going to have to get the other guy on. Yeah. I, I, will, I will find out from Craig. I will even try texting him now, just in case you can tell um, me. And then we can have in-show follow-up. Anyway, I just yeah. Do you, you have a, you have a do you have a bourbon recommendation? I yes, I do. Um, so when you're with so from bourbon.com, like the table <laughs> bourbon that I like for like you have a table wine, you know, it's sort of like the lesser wine. It's not the fancy wine. Yes. Uh, like the Maker's Mark, Bullet, kind of that uh-huh. range. Um, okay. That's kind of where I go for like the the daily stuff and then on the fancy pants i have like a armada blanton's wow. bookers uh if you can find it you know pappy van winkle mm. that stuff is super crazy it's good however my new favorite is a new york based uh distillery and it's called widow jane and i think it's about 40 bucks a bottle maybe a little more but that that tastes to me on par with Pappy. It's wow. got a nice little stiletto-y front to it. <laughs> the stat like the sting, but it's it's clean. It's super clean. And then at the end, then it's got the like left hook, you know, bourbon. Ah, 
and you 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 do it neat with maybe a little water and that's it. Like there's no there's no other it's so good you don't need anything else. So there yeah, you go. Yeah, well you don't no, you don't mix you don't mix the no, the really good stuff. The top shelf is meant to be yeah. consumed on its own. So were you at right. that place where you were that's what you were doing, just like pouring shots and going, or did you have like other beverages with the There were no other beverages. We were I, I was using ice and uh he was going neat. Mm. Uh, it was just a, a glass and bourbon and uh friendship. <laughs> <laughs> and love. We're we're married now in six <laughs> um, a lot of hugging. No, it was it was I mean it was nice and like again the point wasn't to get sloshed. It was just like when you're all you're doing is sitting and hanging out with one other person, it's pretty hard to notice uh just how blitzed one is getting. At least that's what I found. I I, I concur. I concur with that. I, I, I had a thing um several years ago. I went on this this like quickie weekend trip and you know it was with my high school friends like we had kind of reconnected and we were starting to do things together and one of the things we wanted to do is we're going to turn 40 and we wanted to have this big road trip so it was a precursor to that we did this weekend in denver and i'm just going to say that um i probably personally drank three quarters of a fifth of bullet bourbon Somebody could do that math, but we are not those people. Uh, 500 milliliters. Let's just say that, which a lot of a lot. And that was over the course from like 6 p.m. until three in the morning. So, you know, but there was also Uzo mixed in there somewhere. The Uzo came out. And when that happens, that's never going to end in a good way. And I've never been more hungover. And that's the last time I was hungover. I've never been that way like since. Uh, I I have some in-show follow up to share with you. All right. Here we go. The bourbon. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Uh, it, uh, it is Bullier. No, it's bullet. B-U-L-L-I-E-T. Bullet. bullet. They, do, they pronounce it bullet as if there's no yeah. I in there? Yeah. yeah. The, it's the South. Come on. Okay. So uh, bullet bourbon is what we were drinking. Which is good. Which is good. Yeah, that's good. That's a good, that's a good bourbon. Um, Four Roses is also good. Oh, now I've heard about that and I have not tried that. So that's it's on the list. Quite nice. Yeah, because that was I was never a bourbon drinker and I'm still not like a huge bourbon drinker. But um, I went over to a friend's house and he's like, oh, you got to try this. Um, and that converted me. Who does that? Who does Four Roses? Is that uh, Buffalo Trace or is that someone else? Uh, no, I think it's somebody else. Hmm. Four Roses. All right. I'm going to. I'm going to. Yeah, We'll have to look at it, into that. We'll have to. Right. Let's right. follow up for next week. Uh, we'll, we'll get back, we'll get back to you on that. I did not have any bourbon for Father's Day. <laughs> on our on our drink no. podcast. Yeah. In, um, in a past life, I would have uh, when I was married, I would have enjoyed a cocktail, a sizable cocktail, at the end of Father's Day. However, oh, okay, I thought it was like a, a side effect of being married. Oh, I'm married a day. No, no, no. Just, give me a cocktail. I, I tip. I'm not a big drinker anymore. I used to like. I went through a major drinking phase uh, in the 2000s, which mm-hmm. was a decade that really kind of warranted you know, a lot of drinking, but, um, yeah, once the kids came this, like I, it's tapered way off. It's funny. Cause I'm trying to become a more, uh, a drinker, not like a, a drunkard the way I was apparently that night, but you know, <laughs> to have, um, you're well in your way, right? Like, but to have, you know, the occasional drink at night when there's no other special occasion, because I, I, I don't know, we just never have, but we've, uh, you know, part of it is just wanting to clear the cabin space. We've acquired so much alcohol at this point. And then also it's, you know, it's, it's nice to have a drink, but uh, I was raised that way. My parents had a drink every day. Yeah. So when my dad came home and like one of the first things he did was poured himself a scotch and water. Wow. Wow. New York. Working in New York. I'll do it to you. Yeah. 
Wow. It's a rat race, man. I don't think I could. I, I like to stay sharp. I mean, you know, my youngest, I got to stay sharp. She'll keep. Yeah, yeah I got to I can't. I typically yeah, do. Yeah, I got I got to make sure that I don't get into it until like I know that he's going to be, you know, like before it really starts taking effect, he'll be in bed. Bed and out. <laughs> I right. can't like I used to be able to like I mean sometimes I'd be like, "Oh, hey, it's a Saturday afternoon. I'll have a beer at lunch." And I cannot. I mean, if I do that, I'll be tired and cranky in the middle of the afternoon and I can't take a nap. Mm. So Right, cuz you're yeah, you got to be a Cuz I got to be on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Constantly no. on him. Uh, so, okay. Bourbon, bourbon noted. Um, so is, so is, uh, for you guys is father's day and all day extravaganza. Mm, I mean, does it last extravaganza from sunrise to, sun, to sun? Yeah. But I mean, you're, it's your special day from sunrise. It's, to it's meant to be. Yes. It's meant yeah. to be, you know, a full day's worth of everything that happens should have the father's buy-in or, you know, celebration at heart. Yes. Um, I didn't get a vote in terms of what we were doing. Like the plans got made again, because I live close to my in-laws. So it was like, Oh, we're going to go to Lauren's dad, but that's yep. not, you know, that's not something that I'm opposed to having done. I wasn't grumpy about it, but I, I didn't choose it, but right. it was, it was meant to be partially in my honor. And then <laughs> while we're there, uh, you know, all of my, uh, my wife's siblings were there too. So she has two sisters and a brother. And so they were all presenting their father with father's day cards and gifts from the family and all that. And Anya at one point gets perturbed. She says, this is father's day. Why are we only celebrating grandpa right now? We should be celebrating daddy and grandpa. And I looked and I said, Oh, it's fine. Sweetheart. We, we did mine at home in bed. Remember when daddy wanted to throw up and, um, <laughs> and, uh, but she was getting unhappy and like nobody responded. Um, most people didn't hear her. So she says it again. And then she even said it a third time because she didn't feel like she was getting enough answers. And I'm like, no, no, honey, it's okay. Like we're celebrating all, all the dads here, you know, the two of us. And right now he's getting gifts. I got my gifts and cards before it's, it's all good. But she was, she was unhappy that more hadn't happened. Mm. That's good. She's on your side. You know, she's looking out for you. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, or does she, she just want to do more like help with like unwrap stuff, help unwrap. Plus things. you, plus you slipped her a fiver. <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't know. It was, it was very sweet to me that she had, uh, had that focus. Um, and, uh, yeah, but yes. So the answer to your question is yes. The whole day is meant to be father's day focused. Yeah. Was it, is it like that for you, John? Yeah, basically. I mean, but it, you know, so there was also like a, I mean, I got to pick dinner, uh, which was, uh, extravaganza of meats, not so. the diner. Not the diner, mm. the the diner of the same name, extravaganza of meats. How many meats? Uh, well, I wanted a steak, um, and Hank is not, he's kind of off steak a little bit for some reason. And so he wanted chicken and Karen's, <laughs> Karen's vegan right now. Oh, so, okay. so she made her own, she, she's Tofu. mostly, make, mostly making her own, um, thing. Oh, actually, no, I, I grilled her, uh, portobello, portobello mushrooms. Oh, so, um, and, uh, and I got, uh, steak and some marinated chicken from this nice little market that's close to us um, where they get really good meats. And uh, the guy who runs it is Hawaiian Mm. and he (laughs) often marinates them in a Hawaiian style, which is probably awesome. Super good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Gangnam style. Mm -hmm. Dave's market for those of you in Tacoma listening to the show, (laughs) Dave's market. Big endorsement there. I haven't checked the survey yet to see how many Tacomans we have. <laughs> is that what you call yourselves? Are you Tacomans? Sure. Why not? Okay. <laughs> uh, well, on the father's fatherhood topic, which I guess this show is sometimes about, can be. I um, 
mostly about bourbon, but yes. Yeah. Well, I I had attempted to send you both an article that I know you have not seen. We discussed before the show that it never made its way to you. But (laughs) because uh, I was not recording at the time. I will right. I will get you uh I will get you both the link to it so we can include it in the show notes. But Esquire had an article published on June twelfth, so leading up to to Father's Day. And it was uh headlined The Downsides of Being a Dad. Um and Mm. The subhead was your stress levels will spike. Your career prospects might suffer. You'll get sicker, busier, and possibly even lonelier than ever. But hey, anything for our kids, right? And, you know, previously we had talked on the show. Yeah, we had talked. It was a good article, actually. We had talked on the show about some other article that was how we watch our kids too closely and don't let them have enough, you know, risk or independence kind of thing. And like, that's bad for their, you know, ability to handle danger or challenges, whatever. This article was more saying your parents spent much less time with you than you're spending with your kids. And it's not making your kids any better. Uh, you know, looking at studies that said, you know, mm. parents who report spending X amount of time with their kids don't have kids who are any better by any kind of metric in terms of happiness or income level or anything else as adults than kids who spend, you know, less time. And I was trying to think, well, if, and they're saying, you know, that it's, it's in, in potentially bad for the parents involved for the fathers involved in this mm-hmm. case, because by doing all this, you are uh, giving yourself less time and thus potentially leading to your own depression or isolation. You have fewer friends than adults did 20 years ago kind of thing. And I was thinking, so what's the answer here? I'm, it's, we're pot committed at this point, right? <laughs> I've already said, hey, I'm going to spend a lot of time with my kids. If I suddenly stop, I feel like that would probably lead to some kind of child-based damage no mm. Mm. well uh, yeah so it's too late it's too late. i feel like i've got more friends now than i had before mm. um and some of it is just like timing issues here we had a bunch of friends and the, uh, a bunch of them moved away like right before we adopted hank and so you know that was like the low point. And then and also, also like Twitter, Twitter actually gamed me a lot of friends. I mean, oh, <laughs> I yeah. Think, yeah. yeah, I met a lot of people through Twitter and including locally. Yeah. Yeah. Including locally. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's cool. So, um, and then, and then you meet people, you know, like the parents of your right. kids, friends. Here. So, yeah, I certainly would agree that, you know, having kids and then you meet other kids so you meet their parents like that definitely happened for us. But I think what they're saying is not, uh, I mean, I don't want to misquote the article, but I think his point was not how many, you know, people, you know, but more, you know, how many close friends do you have or how many friends do you have to spend time talking to in person per week or whatever? And it's less now than it used to be, whether it's because we spend more time with our kids is debatable since we also spend more time with our beautiful, beautiful smartphones. <laughs> well, I, I think we all work from home. Right. The, yes. th- the three of us right now, We're currently all out of your home, actually, John. Uh, yeah, I know. And you guys, you guys are very messy. And we live in, we live in the walls. I need you to clean your areas. Um, <laughs> no, um, I think that's, so I'm, you know, I, I agree that, um, I'm not sure that spending so much time with your kids isn't necessarily any better or, or worse. Um, I think Al Franken or someone's had a quote about that. Like it's not about quality time. It's about quantity time for him. And um, he made a joke that of course it was like terrible anyway. But um, I I think that my, for me, it's about independence. The time, like it's, I think it stops the kids from developing a, a sense of self or it can, I'm not, it doesn't always, but I think it can. So 
I'm noticing that with my 10 year old as she meets new people, she's less kind of forthcoming about what they're about or, or who they are. And their parents are different. Like there, there's a wider range of socioeconomic uh, backgrounds. And so it's business is not so good. I like that she can have this independence. However, you know, I'm, I still have the like paranoia that evil people are out there to get her. So, uh, and the meds aren't working. Okay. That sounds rough. You guys are all breaking up. Like it sounds like we're on dial up right now. Yeah. 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 I have that same kind of thing happening and my Mac, I'm sure it's my end because I initiated the call and, uh, Oh, my Mac won't let me do anything. <laughs> I was thinking that, you know, Hank is home now since he's on summer and oh, summer vacation. And so he's, I'm sure he's down there playing an online game and streaming of YouTube video at the same time. <laughs> yeah. The audio is getting better now for me, at least. Yes. But um, I'm hoping that at some point my computer unlocks its interface so that I could, you know, save the audio that I'm currently creating. Mm. Yeah. John, John Maltz, you're, you're recording with, with call recorder. No, uh, audio hijack. Is anybody using call recorder? No. That's going to be hot. I believe the Macintosh <laughs> system will, it journals, right? So as it writes, if you crash, it should, it's, at some point, wherever it dies, that's where it will stop, have stopped writing to the audio file. But if it's still writing now, and your computer's yeah. unresponsive, then yeah. you're gonna, you'll be okay. Now, okay. The, the quality of the, of the file that gets written, that may be up for, you know. You know what would be a good podcast is a, is a podcast about bourbon and podcasting. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I would listen to that show. I good because that's what that's this episode kind of where we're going, right? <laughs> this episode is sponsored by bourbon, bourbon and podcasting. Mm, <laughs> perfect. Uh, I'm I'm confident I'll be able to figure something out if I have to SSH into this machine. I will. The other thing I was going to say is that I I noticed a, a that my every every time you pause, I think you've gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'll try and talk. I know talk faster, when, when, Do not gather any thoughts. Just speak. <laughs> when my oldest was born, I was working a day job in an office, and I definitely felt like I couldn't work like I used to. I couldn't put the hours in, or stay late, or come in early, or you know, I had to, I had to work differently. And I think for me, I paid a price for that because the kind of work I was doing at the time was um, work that was it could happen after hours and be actually be better because there was no interruptions. So if you're laying out a, you know, brochure or pamphlet or whatever, that layout can happen. The, the, the more you can control your environment, the better. Well, and so after hours is always a better time to do that. Uh, and I didn't really have a, like a great setup at home, so I couldn't take it home. And I, it was just, it was kind of brutal. And it was, I blame my oldest for, for that. Like, actually I don't blame her. I blame becoming a father and not being ready for what that was going to look like. Hmm. I just wasn't ready for the change in work life and brain life. Part did, you of brain. did you go through a shift of like, cause I went through that shift where like before I had a kid, I was, you know, the kind of person who um, thought it was unfair that people with kids got for, you know, yeah. didn't have to put in as much time as the people yeah. without kids. Yeah. And then, you know, when I had a kid, I realized that was, <laughs> yes, I, I had that too. I, I actually had that well before I had kids. Um, I had a friend, he, he, um, he had a kid with health problems. And so I realized 
that we're all kind of in this together and that, you know, down the road when I'm a parent, the, the younger ones that don't or people who don't have kids, they'll just pick up the slack and they'll have to be okay with it. And then when they have kids, they'll learn. I don't know. Lex, did you yeah. ever get to that place? Are you even here, Lex? I'm here. <laughs> okay. I think I'm here. Yeah, I mean, the initial plan was uh, when we had our first that uh, I was going to be working for a startup that didn't have regular hours. So I would watch uh, Anya during the day and um, do my work at night. But then just before she was born, I s- switched to a full-time job at a regular company that had regular hours. And so we switched to using a combination of daycare and grandma and other stuff to make sure that Anya was watched at certain times a day. Um, and I, I mean, the, the battle that I have now is putting work away and, and spending time, spending the right kind of time with the kids. Like I, I get torn now because <laughs> that was my wife, everybody on the door. Um, I get torn now because I want to, you know, if I'm going to be with them, I want to not have the iPhone there and not be right. checking in with work right. and doing all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, now I try to, if, if I'm in a bad place in the sense of, I want to be get, checking emails and understanding what's going on at work, I can be like, well, I'm doing the right thing because I have learned now that it is important for me to not always play with my kids. Thanks to these articles. on <laughs> So it's I should, of course I should check my phone and let them play independently. Um, but yeah, I have those conflicts all the time. I think the Times had an article that was similar. It was either the Times or Salon or Slate um, that talked about the same thing, that we were helicoptering and it wasn't helping. Like all the helicoptering we're doing as a generation mm-hmm. is not helping the kids. And I, I can I get that. Like we've mentioned before, John, you and I, I think um, were raised with a different generational set of parents than Lex. Um, right. And so what their their notion of safety and what childhood looked like is very different from us as parents, very Mm -hmm. different. And we're much more, I think, automobile based, you know, drive to play dates, drive to school. And I think my parents were definitely like, you walk into school. There's no, there's no fossil. I remember walking, I remember walking to grade school, uh, through the woods and, you know, in various types of weather, and it was, you know, it was like a 20 minute, it's probably a 20 minute walk hike. Yeah, but it was, it was, and it was nice. I mean, it wasn't, and I'm not saying it was uphill both ways, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was, yeah, I know I, you know, I don't feel like I would, I mean, we, and we live in a different uh, environment. We, I mean, and I don't mean social environment. I mean, we live in a different, we live in more of a, a city than, mm. than we lived in, than my, I lived in when Growing I lived up, with my parents. Yeah. 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 It was, a, it was a smaller town. So you know, it was much easier to walk to school. And I was like, as I was walking through the woods and I wasn't, you know, I didn't see anybody. Whereas if he were to walk to school, he'd see a bunch of people uh, um, in between here and there. And it's probably a shorter, it's a shorter distance than it was for me. Where did you start walking? How old were you? I'm trying to, I, I, I don't remember. I might, I think I walked so my, with my brothers. So I would have been really quite, I probably would have been in, you know, before second grade uh, yeah. and they would have been, in, they would have been like in sixth. Yeah. And, and then maybe I didn't walk, you know, after they moved on to junior high school and then I probably did again when I got to like maybe fourth, fifth and sixth grades. I think my brother, most days, my brother, I would walk with me 
However, his friends would show up and they were gone. And so it was, then it would be me and my friends walking to school. But there was a group of us. But I remember in kindergarten, I don't remember my parents going more than a half dozen times with me to school. I th- and and I, re- I think we walked home in a, like a posse. There was like a few of us <laughs> as kindergartners crossing, you know, Main Street in town. It's a small town, but <laughs> still we'd cross, you know, there's traffic signals and there was no, there's no um, crossing guards either. So, you know, wait for the light, go. There was no even like walk symbol and then the countdown, the hand, you know, there was none of that. Um, so there's this roaming game, gang of five and six year olds walking home from school, <laughs> um, which today, like someone would be called. There'd be authorities right. called, there'd be news, media, yeah. portable uh, news satellite links. That wouldn't be good. No. Different. And it's not, I mean, it's, and it's not true that it's statistically speaking, it's not true that it's any more dangerous now than it was right back right. then. Um, there was this great story on this American life about the, the ghost of Bobby Dunbar. It was, it was a couple of years ago at least. And it was in the 1930s and it was this kid wandered, Bobby Dunbar wandered off and you know, it was this big search for him and they couldn't find him. And then like, Six months later or nine months later, this guy comes through town with this kid. You know, it's the 30s and he's like this, this guy looking for work. And they're and the, the authorities, the police grab him and say, this must be D- Bobby Dunbar. Mm. And as it turns out, it's not Bobby Dunbar. <laughs> and they but they take the kid away and they give it to the woman. And then, oh, my God, know, she she's confused and doesn't know. And eventually, I mean, they, they either talk her into it or she talks herself into it. And she takes the kid. And it turns out it's like it's his kid um, wow. with, you know, and he's Whoa. sort of like he's kind of an absentee dad for the most part, but as you know, the woman that he had the child with needed to go find work someplace cause it's the thirties. And so she's like, I got to go find work. So you need to take him. And he was like a traveling, like, I don't know, like <laughs> a shoe repairman or something, you know, some, Whoa. some, some vagabond uh, job from the 1930s. And yeah. And, and then it was the whole story about how he grew up and, and uh, his, how he later Real kind of figured out that he wasn't really who he was, was not really Bobby. Wow, Dunbar. wow, yeah. That's so crazy. I just look, look that it's a really great, it's a really, and you know, this American life, of course, does a good job with it. So I gotta look yeah. into that. And, and then, and then the end, at the end, the question is like, okay, what really happened to Bobby Dunbar? But nobody, nobody knows, nobody knows. And so they, you know, he he's probably he fine. was, yeah. <laughs> He grew up as Don Draper and it's awful. Eaten by an alligator. Um, or, yeah. Wow. So, but my kids are probably mine though, right? Probably. Isn't yeah. that the biggest fear we have as fathers? Isn't no. Like, the, the single biggest, no? What's <laughs> no. your biggest fear? I mean, I'm pretty sure my kids are <laughs> well, mine. My well, biggest fear I have is I know mine's not biological. <laughs> <laughs> my, my biggest fear is probably them dying in some horrible well, way. Okay. Other than yes. that, right. Uh, besides that, I mean, that's, yes. I'm going to to be totally honest with you. I don't have that exact. uh, No, I still not a fear. It doesn't rank because if it turned out that they weren't mine in whatever context we mean here, uh, I still love them. Right. Right. Uh, I know that there's plenty of dads where uh, you are not the father. Okay. I immediately disavow this kid, but that's, that's not the position I would be. I would be crestfallen, but I mean, I'd still love them. Right. Right. Just like we just, we we watched a Canadian documentary about uh, a girl tries to figure out if her dad, her dad is her biological father. Um, a woman, um, 
it's kind of interesting. I'll find that for the show notes too. I'm just full of, um, we got a lot of show notes interesting this time. media today. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even talk about the X-Men movie. <sighs> well, we can, we could talk about, <laughs> wait, is this the reboot? There's a funny fatherhood moment in that too, actually. <laughs> we, we, I mean, I, well, at the very least we have something to look forward to for next week. Now I'm going to put the odds that I have a recording here at 50, 50, because so far I still can't get into my Mac and, I'm going to have to grab my laptop and SSH in and do all those fun things. Oh, good luck with that. But so gentle warrior. If, if my side is missing uh, and you send me both of your sides, I, I will try to recreate my entire side. I'll have the Skype safety oh that, you could, that you could do, but we might just use the Skype safety. Oh, you have the Skype safety. I thought yeah. you said you weren't using the Skype safety. No, oh, I, I, sweet Jesus. I wasn't back in Vegas like a million years ago. Oh, but, but you're so you, you have a copy of my audio. Even yeah, if it's not as good. Okay. Yeah. Thank God. This is the troubled audio edition. Oh, I'm so much less nervous now because this this computer's fucked. When I said fifty percent, I meant like one percent chance. <laughs> <laughs> now the truth comes out. <laughs> yeah. But uh, hey, at least I know the computer is mine. Well. Uh, <laughs> Got your eyes. Yeah. <laughs>